Let's prepare for multi-ball. Hello, and welcome to Pinball Nerds Podcast, coming all the way from River Hibbert's Nova Scotia to the holes in the side of your head, introducing your host, Over to Albert. That's me. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 280 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orville Albert. On today's second episode of the day, we're going to be talking about, this is an impromptu episode, I was actually doing research for an episode tomorrow, which is the, I was attempting to do my top five favorite Gottliebs, but I just realized it might have to be a top ten list, because like I'm already at like 15, I don't know if I can compress it to five. I'm going to try, we'll see, tune in tomorrow to find out. But this is an impromptu episode, okay? I'm sitting here doing some research, and I just heard Ken from Special One Lit on the Special One Lit Pinball Podcast, episode 74. It's entitled, Ken Goes Solo and Unedited. Kind of sounds like me, Orbital Albert, right? Right? Um, awesome. Ken, I bet you now that you've done it, you'll see. You, you, you can admit it's a little harder than some people think it is, especially the unedited part, because when you make mistakes and you could easily take it out, you'd like to do that. But who's got the time and energy for that? And this is more like a blog, and a blog is supposed to be close to real life, and in real life, we make mistakes, and therefore, sometimes on the show, I make a lot of mistakes, okay? But here's the thing. Someone else made a mistake today. His name is Dennis Creasel, and I love this guy, okay? I just heard him on the newest episode of This Week in Pinball Podcast with Zach Attack, Mr. Zach Manny himself, okay? And they said, well, Dennis perhaps said that Mr. Steve Bowden is the nicest guy in pinball and that he was perhaps number two because, of course, to put it in context, Zach had joked that Dennis was the nicest guy in pinball. And Dennis, I agree with you 99.99% of the time. You are the pinball encyclopedia, the walking pinball encyclopedia. I've said that many times. Uh, but guess what? You're wrong. You're just, you're wrong, dude. I'm sorry. So I came up with my own impromptu list, uh, of course, after, because then Ken went on to also talk about being nice guys in pinball and them getting, you know, People being rude to uh, Ken and Bill for perhaps from time to time being too kind, which is a ridiculous thing to say. It's like, come on, because you can be rad and you can be fun. You can be out there and you can be interesting. You can be a little bit of a, a badass as well. You know what I mean? But you can also be nice. And to prove that, to prove that, we need to look no further than number one on the top five nicest people in pinball. Okay. Now, this is just off the top of my head. And remember... I have not met most manufacturers. I've never been to an expo. Uh, most of the people I know are competitive pinball players or simply pinball media, right? So that's what I'm where I'm coming from here. Okay. So this is and this is I'm kind of you know to be honest, I'm kind of maybe making pr some presumptions here because there is so many nice people in pinball. There's no way this list could be correct. But this is what came off the top of my head. Okay. And so I agree, Steve Bowden, and I have met him and got to hang out with him, and he's perhaps even nicer and more rad at the same time in person than I thought was even possible. So I'm going to leave Steve at the top of this list. This guy has been 
pretty much selflessly promoting pinball with uh, fun with bonus for so many years now, so tirelessly between the Facebook group and his website and, and, and spreading pinball love to the, you know, to the community and, and even further, um, we're going to leave him at number one, but I don't think Dennis is number two. I don't, I think he's, I think he's very nice. And Dennis, if you're listening, you know, I love you, dude, but happy birthday. Happy belated, by the way, I already mentioned that on the show. So I don't mention that again, but I'm doing it anyways. Number two on that list is Mr. Ken Cromwell himself. He mentioned that on the show, and I thought right away, but Ken, you're number two, okay? So Ken Cromwell is constantly trying to be um, – he's, he's trying to get along with, of course, the manufacturers and, you know, uh, the Zach Mennies of the world, the distributors, as well as other pinball media that he knows, like Jack Danger – and uh, a lot of the other pinball podcasts. But I think that when he has something good to say, that's, that's you know, contradictory, like different than what most people would have, uh, you know, would agree with anyways, he will come out and say it. Maybe not with the strongest possible words, but he will call them out from time to time. For the most part, though, he's just trying to spread pinball love, and he does a great job at that. And uh, Ken, don't let let anyone tell you you're too nice. Unless they say, whoa, hey, you're now nicer than Steve Bowden. Maybe you're too nice then. Uh, And maybe Steve is too nice. I love that dude. Can't wait to see him again at Pinburg next year. I think number three is Joe Lemire. And Joe Lemire I've never even met in person, haven't had the pleasure of hanging out with, but I feel like I know him from listening to him. Um, One of my favorite pinball podcasts, of course, Head to Head Pinball. Joe seems to almost always tirelessly be um, trying to further pinball, whether he is, you know, um, learning about a new game or he's talking about in a very, he has a very leveled approach. He seems very non-judgmental, really kind, genuinely a fun guy to hang out with. Uh, also he would, but you know, also he's very competitive. So he will kick your butt in pinball. So, uh, don't suggest, don't confuse niceness with competitiveness, right? Because he seems very competitive and, uh, he of course is one of the top players as well as Steve Bowden. Uh, so I like that a lot of competitive players did make the list here. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, and that leads me right into number four, Mr. Joe Cherovino. Okay. Joe Cervino, maybe a little bit lesser known than some of the other people on this list, but Joe Cervino uh, runs the Pinball Degenerates group and is constantly always posting about anything cool, fun, interesting about pinball on the Pinball Degenerates Facebook group. Um, he also is a very talented photographer. Um, he did incredible pictures uh, at the New York City Pinball Championships. He took great pictures, great pictures, and hundreds of them. Um, very committed at Pimberg this year, and I he, I know he's done it countless other tournaments. In fact, I almost don't remember seeing Joe at a tournament where he didn't pull out his camera for a little bit. So, um, Joe, thank you so much for all that you do for the pinball community that way. And the third thing that Joe does uh, is he has worked really hard to get National Pinball Day, of course, on Roger Sharp's birthday. And um, that... I believe you could vote on it, change.org, for National Pinball Day. But just Google it. He'll tell you where to go. 
And um, I don't know what's come of that so far. I believe over a thousand people have signed it. So if you're listening and you haven't, go sign that. But more importantly, each and every time I've ever hung out with Joe, he has just been really fun, really outgoing, um, really well-spoken, just, you know, a kind, non-judgmental, a nice dude, exactly what nice should be, just like what all of these other dudes are on this list. And I'm sorry, Dennis, you're not number two, dude. I'm sorry. These guys are, I think, just, and it's a, it's close. It's a nice game. It's just a smidgen. You know what? To be fair, I've never hung out with Dennis, but I'm going to put him at number five on the list because I have got to chat with Dennis a little bit privately on Facebook. And um, <clears throat> I've read almost every article he's written about pinball, and I think he's extremely talented at not only writing pinball, but verbally communicating it, as well as being uh, one of my favorite co-hosts, if not my favorite co-host of the This Week in Pinball podcast, as well as one of my favorite co-hosts, if not my favorite co-host, on the Eclectic Gamers Pinball podcast. So, Dennis, I'm sorry. I don't think you're number two. I think you're number five. And I know you're just tongue-in-cheek joking about that. So uh, don't take this too seriously. This ain't no cribs. I'm not brick shot Chris Haber here. Not trying to get people all upset. He was joking around. Take it easy, guys. Um, I was one of the people, too, that was like, it comes off a little, you know. But I, I... I'm pretty sure that if Zach lived closer to me, he would come over here to my farmhouse and he would MTV Cribs, my friggin' five pinball machine room that's, you know, worth not much more than 10K total. That's Canadian dollars. That's like pennies American, right? Um, but, and he would, he would shoot the, you know, the chickens that are in there, the, my 12 baby chickens that are have hatched and are in there right now because it's the only quiet place in the house but don't worry they're only there for six weeks and i kind of got them over in the closet when you turn on the pinball machines the sound of the chicks goes right down probably not holding any pinball tournaments anytime soon not gonna lie but i just had to i just had to come and do this podcast just and that's the nice thing i i you know what ken you did a great job going solo on this week's uh special Lit pinball podcast but obviously we love it with Bill there as well and the camaraderie and the back and forth and another person kind of keeps you grounded and doesn't allow you to go too far off on a rant if they're a good co-host. And uh, it's tricky. It's tricky doing it. So I would like to thank each and every pinball podcaster out there who goes solo and who works in a group because the tricky part of working in a group is getting the two of you together at a time that you're both going to be able to be excited and researched and and ready to go and then the editing and all that other kind of stuff so you know it can go both ways that's why <clears throat> i'm your fifth favorite podcast and i'll never be in your top four and that's okay with me uh i hope the sound was a little bit better this time guys i went back and listened to the last episode and got some feedback from one of my super fans mr glenn w and he let me know that uh he thought the sound was good i thought the sound of my voice was fine I'm going to try to stay back a little bit further, but I thought the music was too loud, so I have now moved the laptop back a little bit further, but I'm going to be fine-tuning over these next few episodes. Please don't judge. I'm going cell phoneless. It's very hard. It's like an addiction I'm giving up. Um, probably going to be canceling that contract. I don't know when I will get a cell phone again, but <clears throat> until then, everybody, you can message me under Albert Agar on Facebook or under Pimmel Nerds Podcast. Of course, under Facebook as well. Um, cheers to all the nice dudes in pinball because 
sometimes we take a lot of time and energy to talk about those we don't like in pinball and that we think are rude or mean or have bad opinions or constantly giving fake rumors or we spend too much time and energy um, giving voice to the few who are negative, not just in the pinball hobby, but overall in the world. Like when you're watching the news, they'll have 25 minutes of talking about bad things that happened and only five minutes of good. And my favorite pinball podcasts are the ones that attempt to be positive and attempt to have a good time and have fun. It's pinball. It should be fun, right? So it should be a fun. There's no reason we should be negative or, uh, you know, over compensating the entire podcast to try to come up with, you know, other things. And I struggle with that as well because it is easier to be critical than it is to be, uh, you know, congratulatory. So this podcast, I did it. Now, what I would like to do as well is do the top five nicest women in pinball. Um, but maybe that will be for another time because I can certainly think of tons of really nice, kind, outgoing, fun women in pinball. Uh, who are very selfless and who volunteer and uh, compete and put together tournaments and <clears throat> help with pinball in various ways. So I think that maybe I will work on that as well. Um, and unlike Alice Cooper says, no more Mr. Nice Guy, he's wrong. I want more nice guys in pinball. Until next time, pinball nerds, eat, sleep, and breathe. Alice Cooper. <laughs>